What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Buckets. Mm -hmm. That's the name of my boat. Buckets. 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 What we get. Not the only transfer we got from Florida. Keith Stone, too. Remember that. Everybody who watches his show on a regular basis knows my love of the stretch four. You know, we all make mistakes. He might have made one going to Tallahassee. Let's see if y'all don't know. Dribble to the left, cross over to the right. Hurricane to the game, many buckets for the night. Matt with the pick and roll, Melissa with the give and go. This Shelly you, pretty girl ducking in the hole. Check the scoreboard, this what we fall for. Keep the gameplay, you want an encore. Yeah, over time for another round. It's buckets out the buckets, baby. You out of time. It's buckets. What it is, homie, it's buckets. Woo! We get buckets. Yeah, baby. Buckets. 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 I have no shame. I know. That's the problem. You guys are awesome. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Buckets. I'm Matt. He's Vish. She's Melissa. Melissa. How are we doing tonight? Uh, good. I was a little worried that the we weren't actually going to go live. There was some technical difficulties. So I was hitting the button. Sorry to y'all that missed part of the intro, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't I, working. I, I, yeah, no, I uh, I hit the go live button. It said error, stream cannot connect. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. Yeah, so I did not I, even notice. So I uh, hit it a couple of times. It failed again. I left the studio, came back in, hit it, and it worked. So I saw it go live. I think while like it was Matt in the was middle. Speaking. It was it was in the middle of the intro. Like it almost <laughs> yeah, it ran out. I mean, intro. I mean, worst case, I would just kill the intro. Be like, hey guys, this crap isn't working, and we have to start over again. But we got it going. So much like um, the Canes, we showed up for the second half of the intro. And everybody, welcome to buckets at midnight, or if you're on the west coast, west coast buckets at nine p.m. Um, is what's everyone time. eating and drinking? Fake people time. What's what's everyone eating and drinking? 
I am having what's called a gold rush, which is uh, bourbon, lemon juice, and honey. I'm washing down the Chipotle I just ate. <laughs> and Melissa's got the Reese's. Reese's. Um, this is a shout out to our now backup quarterback, Reese Poffenberger. Um, <laughs> because about five minutes before the Canes Hoops game started tonight, Cam Ward committed to Miami and it was insane. What of an emotional roller coaster of a few hours it was a good, tonight a, was. You know what? It was a good night to be a Miami Hurricane, though. We're, we're literally <laughs> in the a, chat not a talking fan, about... Though. Yeah. yeah, we're literally in the chat talking about how how we're gonna watch the game because it wasn't showing up on the ESPN app, and the Duke Georgia Tech game went long. And in the middle of that, trying to figure it out, I see like Dennis Smith puts up the bat signal, and then I see Cam Ward's post, and I'm just typing "Oh my God" in the chat, and nobody knows what I'm talking about until I like post the Cam Ward thing, and Vish is like, "Seriously?" <laughs> I thought it was well, fake at first. I, I, well, no, I thought I thought your "Oh my Gods" were about. The stupid no. game not showed up. That's I'm like, why, look, it's not that's that why I wrote. That's why I, I wrote foot. I wrote. I literally wrote. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. And then I wrote football, bro. And then I posted Cam Ward's Cam Ward's commitment. So all that happened within like five minutes of the game starting. Shout out to Max um, and uh, Bill in the chat. And Bill, M yeah, Bill, no, we I, missed you on the last show. I mean, after seeing me in person in Winston Salem, you know, yeah, need some recovery time. It's now and back. it's like Max's bedtime. Oh, this is most definitely. We're going to talk about the... Uh, we are going to talk about basketball, you know but the Kim Ward commitment will, happened at the beginning of the basketball it, it game, will, so there's a lot. It, it will brush upon football because um, uh, Keyshawn is not <laughs> going to be playing quarterback and Norchad should not play tight end, and we'll leave it at that. Because that was the... Uh, oh, God. That was the, the incompletion of the, of the night tonight was was that. I literally yelled, what the fuck, in my living room when that happened. I mean, I was honestly <laughs> laughing because... Like every way you can screw up, I'm like oh, you know what? Don't forget. Let's let's do this. Let's let's throw a home run pass. You know the thing about that is like when you do that, like if it works out, it's like Genius. great idea. Yeah, right. But you only but when it doesn't. But you're only. This is why you don't have the true freshman throwing that pass. You only throw that pass. We well, only throw it five if guys in the front court and no yes. one. It was covered. What? No, no, no. Not if there's no one. If he has more of an advantage, like if he's more ahead of him, but he was only like two steps ahead of him. It was covered. They covered it. They did not. Well, the reason that play I mean, works. Honestly, a better a better throw and a better throw, and it's honestly two points. I mean, he not created a enough space. You're not going to drop a dime. But, over the but it, it was a poor decision because I don't know why you're having Keyshawn do that. But you know what was a good decision? Keyshawn starting the second half. Yeah. Better decision was Matthew Cleveland transferring in. Um, I think someone tweeted yeah. like in the first half saying that oh we need a spark, and I just retweeted it and said Matthew Cleveland, and literally within five minutes Matthew Cleveland. I mean, the last two games he has propped the program up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out to Kane's Catsy and Jackson in Jackson, the chat. Yeah, we got all our um, friends. In. The OGs, all the all the usuals are here. Nate um, Nate promised an appearance. I've not seen him. Nate Nate yet. said he is going to appear. Yeah. He may be watching and not talking. You know the better decision? I went to In-N-Out to celebrate that's Cam a, Ward. That's a well, great way to celebrate. You know, Matt, Matt went to Chipotle. Right. Wait. Max, what's the order? What's the In-N-Out order? On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can we at least <laughs> we talk do about need to know. a no. massive road win for the Hurricanes basketball team? So Someone brought up In-N-Out, dude. Yeah, yeah. Look, as if we're not going to tangent on the back half of the show and talk about all of our food nonsense, can okay. we leave the a little bit? Okay. 
All right, so a couple of things. You know, one of the things we've been talking a lot about is who should start. Um, There's Nate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just get it to Nigel, man. That's just, I also I also think another thing on that play is Norshad shouldn't have been in the game. I, I don't know what the hell's going on with this free throw shooting, but it's been terrible for two games in a row. He wasn't even close. He almost airballed the second free throw he shot tonight. And Bensley, yeah. who has not been playing well, which we're going to talk about, he did ice in his veins on his free throws. I would have made that switch, just not play to center. You're just inbounding the ball, and they're going to foul you. Like, I wouldn't have even had Norwich had in the game at that point. So, I mean, that's fine. I would have, I would just had five guys on the court I thought could make a free throw. And I also don't know that you want the true freshman making those decisions. On yeah, that. at the start of that play, I thought he was just in to set a ball, like set an off-ball screen and then just run down the court. I didn't think we were going to actually launch the ball to him. Well, I think but... I think I think the thought was it would break wide open as they overplayed. I mean, isn't everyone? Um What's up, Duck? That's 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 Duck. Form the, the and... better Duck. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we actually roll on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, that's something you have to think about, Nate. We talked about in the last show too, like how hurt is Norchad, but whatever it was, like there was no confidence he could make a free. But even if we had completed that pass over the top, what was going to prevent the guy from just wrapping him up and saying the line? Yeah, there? he's not the guy you want on the line there. That's for that's sure. I, that uh, the way Norchad's been playing and shooting, I, he's the last guy you want to inbound it to. Yeah, he's three for nine from the three free throw well, line. The well, last two games. Because that's the way, worse than the, the women's Padula, team. I know the way Padula was playing to give them the ball down three, like. Well, I mean, the one thing I will like, say on that last a, after that fast. after that we did basically he had to pass it because we trapped the ball out of his hand, and mm -hmm. their their other guy didn't have the confidence because he double clutched it and pump faked and then shot it. He was wide. Yeah, he had an finish. open shot at the start. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on purpose because like this is what I actually said in our group chat before that like. I would just double team Padula and let the other guy shoot it wide open. I'd yeah. rather that than a contested yeah. shot from Padula at that point. And and that's what we did and just forced it out. Um let's go back to the first half, because it was uh to use my own term, Kulito, and then we were somehow only down one because of basically because of Matthew Cleveland. But honestly, it felt so reminiscent of the Colorado game where we were only down one at half, and I was like, How are we in this game? And I was really concerned that the same thing was going I, I thought to the same thing, but I didn't want to mention it. I, I didn't, didn't say it. I didn't say it either. I didn't say it either, <laughs> so but like, that's you know, honestly what it felt like. Like you were so happy that we were like we were only down one because of how poorly we played, but we're like, oh my god, there's another 20 minutes of of ball. Like this is gonna be a disaster disaster um and then the second half started and Keyshawn was starting and I was like all right L's trying to make adjustments I like it um the the thing that bothers me the most is we can't seem and this is what happened in the Louisville game we we would get up four or six but we could never get to that next level and we always let the team back in to the game some of it was the officiating Max yeah, is right the officiating was terrible um Two but nights in a row in that fucking arena. We need to we need to expand I'm still on mad these about leads. That women's game we keep on Thursday. we would we would get up four or six and then they would come right back. And Louisville did that in the in the game a few days ago and then ended up you know taking the lead and winning. But we we need to be able to expand on our lead. Our defense actually played decent in the second half. And like, in the first half, I mean, kept yeah. us out of the game. Well. I mean, normally if we scored twenty nine points and a half, we're down fifteen. Yeah, instead of I one. Mean, and, so. Virginia Tech, Padula is just stupid. I mean, no, no, they're not, I, but they're really good at home. Look, look, Padula, so, like, 
he made some shots where like they literally like they were in his face and he still made it. Like that's yeah. just like one guy made a three and he's shooting like eighteen percent from the line. Like, yeah, but one of the things we gotta understand is like, look, this is big boy basketball. When you go on the road in conference, there's no easy game. Virginia Tech is really good at home. The arena's packed. They just blown out Clemson there on in the midweek. Like that was a good win. It's a really good mm-hmm. win. So yeah, no, Virginia Tech is not as good as Colorado and Kentucky, but that's a tough place to go win a basketball game. And it was a it was a good win. And we frankly survived a lot of bad play in the first half. I don't know what Wilga was doing, just thinking he's Nigel or something and just pulling up His from half court. Selection was terrible. I mean, look, I can't it's 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 kind of it's like it's such a fight like because all of our shot selection in the abstract is terrible. We chuck up a bunch of crap, and that's how we play. That, but like, that Keyshawn, that Keyshawn three late in the game that he banked. I mean, there was like four. We got a break there. Yes. Shot clock wasn't there. Like no, I, I don't. Was that just like the shot clock? Yeah, the no, shot he, clock was running down. Like there, no, no, there was time. Sh- he didn't need to take that one. No, there was a few seconds left. There, there wasn't a lot, but yeah, that went in. And Vicious stream was a little bit behind mine and Matt's. But I was just like, oh my god, <laughs> I was just like laugh. Like I couldn't believe that went in. I mean, I'm glad it did, but like. That's not that that yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I, I think that's... well the first half it was Matthew Cleveland kept us in the game. Nigel mm-hmm. had some moments. Wooga was was bad. Norchad mm-hmm. was bad and stupid. Um and, and Norchad's I... first two fouls weren't even on the defensive end. No, and the and the second one was he was just frustrated and really just ran the dude over from behind. And then we're gonna have to yeah. have the we'll have the Bensley conversation in a minute because I think it's a larger conversation there. But mm-hmm. we and Keyshawn also was not playing well. It was really just Matthew Cleveland keeping us in the game. Um, I thought it was that, and then it was also too we didn't have as many turnovers. I think in the first half especially we won the turnover battle. Um, we gave up it's some offensive rebounds, but we limited like second chance opportunities. I think we I think we actually had more second chance points than them. I'd have to look it up. But I mean, I this like is what, what you have Matthew to do Cleveland does. I like what Matthew Cleveland does in transition and in the open court. I am going to call him out on that one play where he he was guarding a guy that oh, shot a three bad. and didn't bother to box out. It was Padula, I think. Padula missed it, and he he kind of just stood there. I don't know if he was deciding to like run back or whatever. But like the it, the ball went short and Padula got it back because it hit off the rim and got a wide open three and made it. Um, but other than that, he seemed he got a few big offensive rebounds for us. But his game in transition, I love it. He's not afraid to take it to the hoop. And once again, his mid range game, I love it. Well, if, I, if he I, can pull up foul line extended, I expect that to go in. I, I, the thing I like about the way he's playing is he's willing to take it all the way to the rim. We settled, especially in the first half, way too much on jump um, shots. They can't. They couldn't stay in front of us. Mm-hmm. In the second half, we saw Nigel get to the actual rim several times instead of saying for the mid-range Wooga as well. Like that was that was there. Um we'll talk about I'm this in a second if, match. I'm wondering We're feeling if, like if, that if, might be if the that's case. a nickname or if that's just an autocorrect. I, I don't even know what <laughs> I mean. You would probably know what's benzodiazepine. That it's a med, it's like a, a sedative, like Valium or Xanax. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, good question. Good question, Max. I'm, I'm wondering if that if he meant to write it that. Work, or... It works in both ways. Matt, well, Max works in pharmaceuticals, I believe. So that that could. It's a joke. Okay, so he meant to. Oh, nice. It. 
Right, right, Nate. And I think normally where we're that's what that's why I'm like it's kind of I'm kind of on the fence here because mm-hmm. we normally take and make bad shots. I mean that's how we play. So yeah, it's kind of it's kind of hypocritical. In the first half but... they were not falling, and and right. in Louisville too. Shot, and we said it when we were watching the Louisville game. We're like, man, these shots, like we aren't making anything that we usually make. Right, Wilbur's but any, been but, really off. But, and this is where it's a, this is where it's a struggle for us, right? Because any normal team would look at those shots, and like, those are terrible shots. But those are our normal ones. <laughs> <laughs> and mm-hmm. so it's kind of like it's hard to then tell we'll go hey stop shouting from that Carillion logo or whatever the hell the ad was on the court when that's normally where we shoot from we don't care it's but I mean the first half was a struggle but thankfully Matthew Cleveland kind of kept us in the game yep I, I was disappointed in Norchad's performance again um he did the I would say the last 10 minutes he showed up and finally started playing I think getting hit in the face kind of fired him up too uh, but I he, it should, he let, shouldn't have been a it should have been a flagrant. Oh, wow. unbelievable! Unbelievable! Mm-hmm. The, the wind up and the slap, and they're like, yeah. ah, nothing to see here. Then of course he almost also the also too. Speaking of other calls, the travel that they called on him when he didn't mm-hmm. even have control of the ball. It was like, ball, are you shitting I mean, me? And then the charge when they were too. when they reversed that out of bounds play where we got the ball back. I was shocked. I was shocked they gave us the ball. It was clearly off. Well, I mean, let's be real. Like we got hacked him, and then the ball went out. But he didn't touch the ball. Yeah. He touched his arm. Yeah, <laughs> they gave us the ball, which. Um, Nate says we really don't have a guy that we can say go get this bucket right well, now. Interestingly honestly, enough, we honestly, we did. in my opinion, that guy is Matthew Cleveland. Well, well, I'll tell I you know what he it missed was. that shot against Wake Forest, but I, 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 I would trust the ball in Matthew Cleveland's hands the most right now. I'll tell you what we did in that situation. We gave it to Nigel and he scored. There was mm-hmm. that 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 play where he hit the pull up jumper, um, which was the which was the only time we really had to execute down because then it was fouling after that. Um yeah. we went to him and and he and he scored and I still I think he, he's my guy. I, I think if we need a bucket at the end of the game, just because you have to overplay a shooting. And that allows him to get around the defender and get a decent look even in the mid range. So He's who I'm going through. (laughs) Gary is in the building. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? It's Sunday and Chick Fil A ain't open, so both of you are out of luck. Um, I didn't. I didn't get Chick Fil A today. Wow, usually do on Saturdays. We had it Hmm. twice at work this week. So, um, no, this is true, and that's why I will say the one thing I will say today: we competed defensively, and against Louisville, I didn't feel like we did that, and that was why we won the game. Because um, I think it was Kane's cat here where you were talking about how many threes Virginia Tech shot shoots, and that's how they play. We defended them well. We held them to thirty points. Like you're asking how we down one point at the half is because we held them to thirty. We had an eight zero run at the end, a little spurt there, but. We were in range because we played defense. And other than Norchad getting cooked by that dude, who's, was his name Cook? I don't remember. Um, kid? Oh, Kid. Kid. Lin, kid. kid. Dude, he Lin got balled kid. up by a guy named Lynn. <laughs> yeah, other than that, like we really made them work for their baskets. Um, yeah. And honestly, like I need Wilga to get back in a groove. I think I, Wilga was forcing it way too much, especially in the first half. Like, I know he has a green light because I'm very confident in his three-point shooting, but he took some really bad shots early in the shot clock. Well, I, I mean, I'm okay with it at the beginning. Then once you know they're not going in, like, work for a better shot to get into a little over the rhythm before you chuck yeah. the next one up from the logo. Yeah. And and I will say, and this is something I said in our group chat, 
there's a difference between playing fast and rushing. And I felt we were rushing a little bit in the first half. It was, yeah. I'm going to take a half dribble and just pull up for a one-footed fadeaway Dirk Nowitzki jumper. And I'm like, that's not going to go in. What are you doing? Like, there's a difference between being in rhythm. I thought Norwich had rushed a lot of his shots around the rim in the first half. No, take yeah, a breath. He take a lot of shots that he should Well, just, just he take a beat. Stronger. And, right, but he was like almost rushing it up and missing. Just, just take a take a. And it was like Nate was in our group chat. I commented on this. Right, Nate, are you in our group text? And we didn't know because literally, I don't know how many times that was said for real. But I was he, like, that, I was so their bad. center, their the kid traveled a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean there was the one where they're complimenting on scoring over the double team. And it was where they fed it into the post, and he didn't know Matthew had, had doubled him from the weak side, and he just switched his pivot foot, took like three steps, then dribbled and scored. And I'm like, um, that's travel. <laughs> like, how's that? And that, that was the same point in the game where they kept calling traveling on us. So a little frustrating, but that that whole arena can fuck off after Thursday's game too, which I think <laughs> I'm the only one who watched and I'm so pissed about. But yeah, the women got screwed. I mean, it didn't matter because, like, there was no way we were winning that game. Kitley was ridiculous. and Yeah, but you know. how do you get, like, 20-plus calls against you and only five against the other two? Well, no, like, it was just... four. So this, is, this is how you know it was fucked up because it was four with, like, five minutes left in the game, and they called 5,000 the rest of the game to even it up. They're trying to make it look. They started sending us to the line when we were down 30 with, like, four minutes left. Like, thank you for that. They threw that Z charge, out of the game. That charge <laughs> that they called on Keyshawn. Was, was such crap. an awful call. He was moving, and oh he wasn't even God. like set, standing like in front. Like he was like sideways, and yeah, it was a blocking. It was a yeah. Block. No, was there stupid. there was some. There was definitely some 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 bad officiating. I mean, I will say that out of bounds play where they gave us the ball. I mean, we got hacked the dude. That's why it was our ball. They didn't call it. He reached across his arms. And he didn't hit the ball. He hit him. So it's our ball. Um, we got that one. Um, but. The game would have been over if they just called a flagrant when they hit Norchat in the face. Like, I don't know why you even have – it's a reviewable yeah. play, too. It's one thing if it's like, oh, they blew a call. Well, and they, they reviewed it, too. <laughs> yeah, it. yeah, and that's why right. That's the one thing went looked at the bottom like, no, wind up and slap it someone <clears throat> in the face. That's not – it's like textbook. Should we address Max Max's comment from earlier? It's about in and out or – no about that now. about like, the changes that were made in the second half oh yeah so um well this is the thing right so so bensley has been not shooting the ball while it's the third game in a row he's struggled with it one shot. for 12 from three the last three games yeah and he was he, he's not he's not been shooting well from two either um but i would say what changed in the first half tonight which is why he got benched um it affected the rest of his game. He was playing poor defensively. He threw some really idiotic passes on the offensive end too. And I think that's what was finally kind of the last straw for Al just say, no, Keyshawn is getting the mints in the second half. So I guess I'll throw this and out. Keyshawn's to length was, well, and, was helpful. Well, I'll, I'll, yeah, throw this, I'll throw this out to the two of you. Yeah, no, because he switched Keyshawn onto a Padula, which Padula. I mean, which actually, which actually helped, even though the stat line doesn't reflect that, because that dude was yeah, no, that but. that helped, and then also too, like when you saw some of those traps, like Keyshawn was the one helping, and it forced a few turnovers. It doesn't yeah. show up as a steal, um, but he also had some steals too, due due to his length. So you know, he he made an impact defensively, and I think you know, offensively, he's learning. He, I mean, he he, he took that bank 12. shot. Plus twelve, you mean plus minus? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so he he made an I, impact. I will, I, will, I will I will say he he almost had a very good Bensley game. He impacted everything, but his offense was ass. And he didn't take a lot of shots though. He honestly. was lost offensively. He he threw up a bunch of bricks. Like he was not good offensively, but it was almost like a reverse game because he did all the other stuff well. Bensley didn't have a good game offensively and did all the other stuff stuff terribly. Um I I honestly feel like Keyshawn almost lost his way going to the bench, back to the bench. Like he's not been good the last two games after he had one of his better games in his Wake Forest. So throw it out to the two of you. Who's who's starting against FSU on Wednesday? Uh, I mean, I've, I've kind of been vocal about saying I think Keyshawn should be starting anyway. Um, so I'm just going to stay with that. So you think it's Keyshawn? I, I think it should be. Well, let's let's know. do it two ways. Know. Who would you start? I think you're saying Keyshawn. I would start Keyshawn. Do you think, do you think L's going to finally do that, though? No. I don't think so either. I don't so think either. he's going to. I think, I think me and Melissa are going to answer this the same way. I'd want Keyshawn, but I think that Bensley's going to start. I, I think that something could happen where, you know, like this game, Keyshawn starts the second half. Well, this is what I was know. talking about earlier, like when we were having this debate on previous shows. Like, Mensley might start. We'll see who finishes. And yeah. In this case, it was Keyshawn. Keyshawn and... was in late. Well, yeah. and I mean, you can start, but who plays the most minutes and who's who's yeah. on the floor at the end of the game too? Yeah. That's what's that's what matters. Well, both of them are so inconsistent, and and you could frankly, I mean, no no knock on both of them, but if one of the or the other ones in, you're like, I can't believe Bensley's not in the game, or I can't believe Keyshawn's not in the game. It's not something you're really gonna say. It's not like you're benching Nigel or Norgehead or Walker yeah. or something. So so there is kind of a fluidity there. Um I, I think I I still think probably yeah Bensley will probably start, but did I, you I all did you all watch the post game presser? No. No. Coach Coach L had a lot of good things to say about Keyshawn. Yeah, which, even which from great. like the beginning of the season till now, he spoke a lot about his defensive development um and how he can play multiple positions. And you go back and watch the game and when and I complained about it in the first half because Virginia Tech was getting easy looks down low when Norchad would come up to double. Um, and in the second half, Keyshawn was the one kind of in the paint a little bit, helping out. And he rotates very helps. well for he, how he, ro- he, he is. rotated a lot better. And and with the length he had, he was able to be a little bit more disruptive. Um, and so, and so some of those those doubles worked. Um, but it's just crazy to me, like that Keyshawn grew like three inches in a year. Because Coach Al keeps saying it, like Keyshawn was like six five when he came to campus to visit last season, and like now he's six eight, so he's still like figuring out his length. And it, yeah, that's a good point too. I think that's where you see some of the awkwardness. He does. I mean, look, he does some stupid ass shit on the court, <laughs> like where you're it's like, oh my god, right? Yeah. Part of it's a freshman. Part of it is you know, it is mm-hmm. he played professionally in France, not in the top division, obviously, but mm-hmm. it's still an adjustment to playing ball, and especially college is so weird. You see all those junk defenses and all this weird stuff you don't really encounter in any professional setting, yeah. whether it be Europe or the NBA. And he's having to make that adjustment as well. He's adjusting to his height. Um, he's adjusting to ACC Wait, officiating. You mean you don't see a three-two zone overseas? I mean, I would love to see the defense play three-two zone again. That was like the pinnacle of our season so far. But um, um, but I also I also think just adjusting to to frankly um. 
I mean, I, I'm not going to pretend I watch second division French basketball and know what the quality of officiating is, but but you got to learn to play through a lot of stuff in the ACC. Like, they're not going to give you calls on the road. I mean, we haven't even played a Carolina, like, we haven't played Duke or Carolina yet. He's in for a rude oh, awakening gosh. there, right? I mean, yeah. and yeah. that's it's the reality of it. And it's, it's just that adjustment. Um, but yeah, no, I think he's, I think he's just to be honest about it, I think he's earned the right to start. And I frankly think Benzie has lost that right the way he's playing because I, I was kind of his last. You two are very much in the wise Benzie star. I'm like, well, I could see a reason. I think I lost it today when, when he was not defending. Like that stretch in the first half where Padula did layup throws was all on Bensley. And Bensley was missing his shots, getting his head. He tried to force a ball into like a double team to AJ Casey. I'm like, even if the ball got there, what was AJ Casey going to do? Like, I mean, it's just, <laughs> I, I feel like he kind of, his shot has gotten to him. Um, yeah. Wait, sorry. I know we're talking about Bensley right now, but um, it, I just got reminded of this. But did you guys notice um, it was when, after Wuga had airballed like one of those long threes? The crowd started chanting "airball" when he when he when he had it. I know they did it to Bensley too, but Wuga heard that like right away, and he just like shot it right away as he heard it and just drilled it. <laughs> that was amazing. Another shot that Wuga probably shouldn't have taken. That one, he was actually nearer to the three point line. I was okay yeah. with that one. He yeah, wasn't like it was all eight, nylon, he, wasn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't 15 feet behind it. Like I'm just gonna jump. tonight. Honestly, tonight was the first game I watched with Wuga where I was like upset with some of his shot choices yeah and and honestly look look the only person that should be pulling up from the logo is nigel like you other guys like you might be able to make it but that's not a good shot for you it's a good shot for nigel if he's open when he crosses midcourt he can shoot it that's a good look for us i'm okay with that everyone else like no we can work for a better shot it's not that wooga can't make those shots because he can but that's not the best shot we can get and that's why I don't like him shooting it. Like, cause he's gonna look, he's gonna turn up against FSU and hit some of those. Cause he's that good. He's an amazing player. But like you can get a better look than that for anyone. For Nigel, it's different. If Nigel's open across midcourt, he should shoot it every time. Anyone else, like you can get a better look than that. And I, I, I will say I, I do like I settling. Nigel's and, Nigel's driving into the to the lane a bit, and he's not necessarily not that he settles for threes because he's a great three-point shooter. But he had he has looked inside more and um, had some nice little floaters and some layups or some dump offs. Um, so I like that he's developing that because that's going to give him more three point looks, better three point looks. Well, I think too, like the thing for him, he's not the most athletic guy for his size, too, right? But he knows how to create space, right, to get that floater off and stuff. Um, he knows how to get the defender kind of behind him and stuff, how to create contact. Um, and he throws it off the backboard pretty high too, you know, um, if there's a big inside. So, you know, he's gotten a lot better at that. That's something I've seen him and, and and Bensley do pretty well, actually, you know, to give Bensley a compliment. Um, they've kind of noticed that, hey, if the center comes over to help when they're driving, just get it up there because Norchad's got the board. Yeah. And we did that a lot against Wake Forest, actually. That's why one of the reasons Nigel was shooting them and, um, and Cleveland so as well, by yeah. the way. Cleveland finds himself uh, – he bailed us out of some two really bad three-point shots by uh, Wuga and uh, and Nigel and, yeah, I think got, that was, and got those boards and put and put backs. So. I think that, that was a little bit different. Those were just air balls that he, he caught the ball on. They what, were what bad I, what, shots, but he was in the right spot because he was, he was, you know, 
jamming the boards trying to get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, he he's he's done an amazing job. That what what I was talking specifically about is um what I've seen Nigel do pretty consistently and Mensley do a little bit less so, but still they get in the paint when that center comes over to help. They're just throwing it up there, knowing that the ball's not going to go in because Norchad's going to get the rebound. There's no one else down there. Mm-hmm. And oh, actually, Nigel's made a few of them that have hit like the very well. Those are the different. Part. Those are the different <laughs> ones where he's actually the center doesn't come over. As Matt said, he can finish in there. Yeah. But, yeah. He's, but when the center comes over, don't even try to finish. Just get the ball out. Basically, it's almost like passing off the backboard. He did it a bunch of times in his wake. That's why his field goal percentage was so bad because he was just throwing the ball up there because yeah. he knew Norchad had the rebound. And this is the game question. to do it because they were question. quicker than anyone else. Yeah, yeah. I got a qu- I got a question for Matt. What's up? Matt, ha- what are your thoughts on Robbie Baran? What do you <laughs> Robbie Baran over there? <laughs> you mean the guy that decided not to come here or whatever? I don't even know. Was he like officially? Do you like his dog? Do you like I his have, dog? I have absolutely <laughs> that man has a chihuahua and he was talking shit to our bench. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I mean, look, look. So the dude never actually com- – there was a leak that he was going to commit here. He never to actually Miami, did. And then he committed to – But then no, he, like, he, posted he, a picture of him in his Virginia Tech uniform with a ball with his little chihuahua on top. Like, I'm like, what the <laughs> – when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. NSMP wants to know if we're concerned with our ISO scoring. Um, not necessarily. I actually think we're pretty good ISO. I'm, I'm worried about our passing off of it. We we we're still not crisp rotating the ball. Ball movements a little shit. Um, we're in top five. <laughs> I mean, we're in the lock. We had Mustafa I am so on campus. Melissa's guy. Um. So, but no, New let, Mexico let's, just beat San Diego State, by the way. All right, let, let's answer. We got a legitimate <laughs> basketball question here. Let's like pretend like we're a basketball show. So, no, I'm not necessarily concerned with it. I do, honestly, I am a little concerned about the health of Nigel Wuga and Norchat. I don't know how healthy mm-hmm. they are. They both look, all three of them look a little off, which, you know, might be confirmation Norchat the most bias. so, honestly. Might be confirmation bias on the injuries. But no, I still think, I still think that I, we were good in the ISO. Um, one thing I'd like to see a little bit more of is, is, is the screen game and passing off of it. I don't really see any of that. And it should be, like, get Matthew Cleveland in there and let, like, the other teams four chase him around the, the court. I'd like to see more of that. Because um, he's a he's a I walking just, he's a walking mismatch. No four like in the country can guard involved. him. Robbie Baran no. was guarding him. I know. We need him more involved. He now needs to be more involved. to his chihuahua. <laughs> well, I, I I've been saying it the last few games. I'm like, I I want to see more of Matthew Cleveland. 
Well, I would. I mean, I think he he's gotten his opportunities. Well, he's it was our leading scorer tonight. I think that he's recognizing like, kind of like we had like Wong last year and Miller too. We're really good at realizing when we're kind of in a scoring drought, and they knew when we would need a basket. I think Matthew Cleveland is starting to realize that and pick pick up when he needs to attack more. I think he's, he's doing a better job. Of that. Yeah, I think yeah. he's getting more comfortable with the offense. And yes, and Nate makes the point. He needs to demand it. I, yeah, I think he should be more aggressive. His transition game is great. In well, the half court, I think he needs to want call for the ball more. I agree. Well, and I, I think part of that is, look, you, you join a team that went to the Final Four last year. Wugga, Norchad, and Nigel are a big part of that. It's hard to say, no, I'm here now. Give me the yeah. damn ball. But he needs to do that. Yeah. He's, he's every bit as good as those players. And frankly, he's been better than them. And then the last mm-hmm. few games. So I There's do a think question that I know I'm going to coach. Oh, yeah. I'm on top of things. I know what I'm doing. Should coach L start recruiting <laughs> size higher to the second chance points. Honestly. I mean, we had more second chance points today. Yeah. I think we have more second chance points than them. And a lot of our, the second chance points that are coming from other teams is honestly our laziness of not boxing out properly. The, the, the <laughs> thing I would say with this is we can call it injuries or whatever. If Norchad is going to play with this lack of energy, we're going to get killed. Yeah. So, yeah, he's 100%. He is smaller, but the reason we got away with it last year and the reason we're trying to get away with it this year is his, ener- his, well, his energy level, too. Mm-hmm. If anything, like our criticism of him last year is like, dude, back off a little bit. Like, you're going to foul out every game if yeah. you just keep going for every ball. Like, sometimes you just got to let it go. And, what we've seen the last week, other than the second half against Wake Forest, has been the opposite, which is just he's just not really going for anything. Yeah, and, and like in the second half in the second half tonight, he, he picked up his third foul. And I remember texting to you guys, I was like, I'm actually okay with that foul because he was being aggressive. Um Yeah, he realized but, he didn't have good position and the yeah. Lynn Kidd was just gonna get an open layup or dunk. But I think yeah. I think you know, also, I just a... want to reiterate, uh, we actually had uh, 10 second chance points. They had 11, so it was a differential of one. So just want to correct that. That's not really that many. I know. I just want to say. But... No, but but I, <laughs> I do I do think it was a testament to how ineffective he was that he picked up his second foul like an idiot, by the way. And um, he came out of the game, and we went on that 8-0 run at the end of the first half without him on the court. And frankly... Normally, when he gets into foul trouble, we're all like, "Oh my god, we're screwed now." And we're like, "No one even—we didn't even mention it. Like, we didn't care." <laughs> Fine. Put we AJ mentioned K- that it was a stupid foul. Well, we yeah, but it's like it's like put AJ Casey in. What's the difference at this point? And we can't have that. So, like, you, so then the question is: Is this because of injury, or is there something? Is it a mental block, or or is he afraid to pick up fouls? Or here, here's what I would say about that. If you're on the court, you need to play. Otherwise, go sit yeah. on the bench. Yeah. If he's not healthy, which I am sympathetic to because it looked bad against Wake Forest, and I was surprised he came right back in. Like, Nigel mm-hmm. stood out for a lot a bit of time. They retaped him. They changed his shoes. Norchad just came Look back out on the court. Two games. Yeah. So, like, if he's not healthy, he shouldn't be. If you're out there, I expect you to play your best. Yeah. And so, you know, I am. If he If he's not healthy to play, he shouldn't be playing. And and if he's out there, I don't expect these, frankly, low-rent centers to be kicking his ass the last two games. Like, this guy's second team all ACC preseason. 
He shouldn't be. I don't even. What the hell was that guy's name on Louisville that dominated him? Like this shouldn't be. Brandon Hatley. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, a hyphen is name like that. Yeah, you can't have that. And AJ Casey bodied him up. AJ Casey defended him better than Norchad didn't. Yeah, well, Norchad wasn't even trying. But I will say, I will say, towards the end of this game, we did see Norchad show up, and it made a big difference. And and so to this question. Down the road, yes, because George had like a one of a kind player that's undersized but plays bigger than his size. Yeah, you're not like gonna find that. <laughs> so yeah, we do need we do need actual bigs that mm-hmm. are tall, you know, down the road. But right now we just need Norchad to play like Norchad. Can I also quickly mention that Jaleel Bethea put up 40 points tonight in his game um and looked like an absolute stud. I think he shot like made eight threes. Eight of like eight of thirteen from three or something ridiculous. So shout out yeah, to our it, guy Jaleel. It, it, it was it was a good night for Hurricanes athletics. Yeah, <laughs> hmm. just just throwing that out there because I saw the I saw thing, his stats. Like you know, Oof. I know we've talked a lot about what we need to do better. I will say that game was nip and tuck in the second half, and when it got to four minutes left, we we closed their ass out because we screwed. Obviously, we started the show talking about how we threw the ball away and gave them a chance to tie it at the end, but we we missed our free our goes. defensive our defensive possession after that was really good. The way we doubled Padula and didn't foul. Yep. Uh, and and just overall we managed the end of that game really well. We scored points. Nigel hit that huge runner in the lane um when mm-hmm. they were overplaying with the shot clock running why you know when they were overplaying them at the three point line. Like we finally executed at the end of a game. And that's why we won. So that's a very big positive. Because look, I, I've been—I don't care what Ken Palm rating says. Going on the ACC We're and winning 60th. on the road, I don't give Sorry, a shit. Go ahead. No, but going on the going in the ACC, going on the road and winning is really hard. You're going to be in tight games, and you got to make plays. And tonight we did that. So it's a huge positive going forward. And you know that's how you, we got to we got to stack those wins together, and then. And that, this is a this is a step in that direction because, you know, against Wake Forest and against uh, Louisville, we did remember Louisville. That game was tied at seventy one with like three minutes left, and then and we, we fell we, we fell apart. And yeah. so, you know, the same moment here, we were in a tight game at the same point, and we didn't. No, Kane's cat seats right. This this was a it was a massive win. You cannot. You cannot drop three in a row. That and especially coming off a bad loss like Louisville, this was for momentum. And you know, going in, no matter what FSU's team is like, you're going into a rivalry game, and FSU for whatever reason continues to beat us at home every single year. Well, they're also so, they've also been playing well in the ACC, so it's not, they have been. Yeah, yeah. This isn't the same FSU team as last year. Well, they're they're a schizophrenic yeah. team, right? They beat Colorado and lose to Lipscomb. They lost to Florida yeah. by like 100 points. They beat Colorado. <laughs> but then, yeah, I yeah. mean, they're just and yeah, and they beat Virginia Tech and Wake. Yeah, no, they're they're schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. So I, as as Melissa said, it's a rivalry game. I expect their uh, their a game. So we need to show up and play yeah. ours. You know, Matthew Cleveland's going to show up for that. Yeah, I hope so. Cue the socks outro. Don't cry. Keep it chill. Wear good socks. When you 
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.